2: Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson.
4: When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower.
2: Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifle's a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: Our number two, old school, brought to you by San Hills Global. San Hills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling sports, software development, web design, and more career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs.
4: Okay, let me give full disclaimer. If I seem distracted in the next for the next 30 minutes,
1: DP broke himself.
4: I my elbow
1: may maybe broke. It sounded now <laughs> I wasn't sure cuz you you hit the the edge. It sounded like you broke the wood but that's really solid wood <laughs> <laughs> so that sound might have been your elbow so if something <laughs> broke it was there was a small snapping sound <laughs> right
4: Jay is that a, a fair description
3: yeah it was uh <laughs> it was
1: painful to hear yeah DP might need jimmy John surgery
4: I, I bra like oh, so I have no feeling in my pinky and the, my is index it still oh so I have no feeling in it and it's just running DP up. DPS right arm is done for. It's running right up and down my, my right arm. And I'm gonna try to muscle through, but man, uh that was not good. That was, yeah,
3: it was not uh
4: That was not good. Just literally
3: sitting lo- down. It, 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 look, ready like, for it.
1: like the sound like made me like close my hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like right. I immediately just went, Oh Yeah.
4: I, I don't know. Like this is one of those ones where I, you know, when I when I popped my bicep mm-hmm. I knew right away. And I just made the call. This one, I'm like, I have no feeling in those two fingers. And so just from hitting the elbow. Yeah, was that wasn't a, that
3: wasn't a funny bone. That was uh, no,
4: that was real, real. Was so some, if, bo- if, some bone, if yeah. I if I if I go quiet for a minute, I'm just in my happy. place. I'm trying to get to my. Got to find a place. My my happy place. Uh, there are three games tonight. Send us your
1: medical diagnosis. <laughs> on Starter Heyman <laughs> text line. Yeah, yeah what, give us a call. What did I break? What did yeah. I do? 402-464-5685. All
4: of you doctors out there, if I smash my elbow at full speed against rock solid. It's just the edge of like where the, the window,
1: like a 90 degree wooden edge.
4: and I just I mean, and it was a full-on like home run swing. like you know when you take
1: a couple twigs and you snap them, mm. that's what it sounded like. <laughs> right. So if that helps anybody with their medical diagnosis, it wasn't the wood, right,
4: <laughs> and it's certainly and it's running from my shoulder, the joint of my shoulder to my to my two fins. fingertips. To the two, two the two outside ones so, the pinky and the ring finger I'm just like trying to, it's giving me that 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 thing right so that runner the Jay lawsuit. knows that yeah it's not it's not it's not a stinger but it if the stinger stayed right yeah <laughs> 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 that's, like called, that's called a reminder yeah <laughs> Like Reminder it's not. Oh my to god! Sit this down
3: hurts. as carefully as possible. <laughs>
4: right, like it's just the w- no wonder simple sits in the middle. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> all, it does, all, it, all, it,
3: all it does is take one time.
4: Right, like all of, like simple's a genius. Like he was like DP's
3: gonna get those pool noodles. So just <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just
4: put them right. We there got a baby. Boundaries. We got a baby. Yeah, we got baby proof the yeah, studio. Just for right there on the boundary, man. <laughs> just... Man, I thought it'd be for me. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's for. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm trying not to curse like really <laughs> like that was i'll give myself credit i didn't curse you or didn't. did i uh or did i no you did you did <laughs> yeah you did yeah you did it was it'd after be, it'd be worse you, you did and you were like you were like damn and then you
1: and then you stood up and then you cursed
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> dusty oh. says what up, DP? Are you hurt or are you injured? I'm injured. This is
4: right. it. This is injured.
3: Yeah, this is it. This is what are you, you are you going into injury reserve, or are you just out for it? Are you on a day to day?
4: Oh, this is. Uh, I'll get through. I'm Game time you know, decision. Uh, yeah, right. it just you know if if it gets worse than this, any worse than this, I'll tap. I'll tap cause it's- with that hand because you ain't tap with <laughs> that. <hand>. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis oh. and Lincoln says
1: a ligament or tendon tear. Which that's cool.
4: <laughs> that that's always fun because look, I've always I've got scars up and down that I've got pins and plates all all around that. anyway. And, so let's go ahead right. and give you a nice little sling. That's kind of what I'm imagining. Which, quite frankly, is more miserable. Slings are awful. Slings, like I would rather be on crutches than in a, in a sling because I feel restricted, like mm-hmm. fully restricted especially uh, when it's your dominant hand?
1: I was in a sling no, for I, a
3: w- I ain't trying to be note. No I was practice. in a
1: sling for a week in high school when I dislocated my
4: shoulder. Like I had to I wait no way. When I tore the, the bicep worst. I I coached the la- so we did it on the last practice of the season. Literally the last practice. And then had to coach a game the next night with my arm in a sling cuz they couldn't do the surgery yet. Right. And so I had to switch positions with my – with my coach my assistant coach like okay you got to give signals at first at at third base you gotta you gotta call the plays and he's like "Uh, I can't do it the way you do it like you do it fast and nobody knows what you're saying and I'm like okay then I will just hold out numbers yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you gotta do something man Willie
1: says you have tennis elbow
4: that's uh, no that that would you heard that That's, that's not great like, I I don't know what tennis elbow is, but
1: um, that don't seem like it. Also known as lateral epicondylitis is a condition in which the outer part of the elbow becomes painful and tender. The pain may also extend to the back of the forearm and grip strength may be weak. That's what you have, but this is due to continual use.
4: Yeah, no, this is a one-time... WTF moment! Instant, yeah! <laughs> Instant tennis elbow. This is, yeah, you hit
3: the you hit the small nerve.
4: The, this is the impact. This is an impact injury. This was a, like a full contact injury. This is not a wasn't a displacement. Just rip, rip some, some beard on, on it. You'll <laughs> be, be you. fine. All right. Um, so Rico, who who were your three picks last night? Who I
1: chose you? the Pelicans' leading scorer according to Jay Foreman, and apparently, oh, don't the bring NBA, me into your misery, man, CJ ha <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't bring me. In here. <laughs> I'm
1: blaming. I'm blaming you. Are you
3: 13? I'm blaming yes. you. Yes. I'm blaming you. Yes, he is. I'm sorry about it. Yes, he is. He really. I picked
1: CJ McCollum, Trey Young, and what was the other game? Uh, Phoenix. Yeah. No, that was where because I was so Phoenix Pelicans. So you picked you
4: picked Trey Ja and McCollum. Ja,
1: I got Ja right, and you missed on on on
4: ice and McCollum.
1: Yeah, because Jimmy Butler decided to go off for 47 or whatever. Sanderson
4: said Butler. Anthony Edwards, wrong
1: and Booker. Mm, he only got one wrong. Sorry, Sanderson.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, no, no, he got two wrong. He got two wrong. Anthony Edwards. No, he got Booker and Butler.
4: No, Booker wasn't the lead scorer, right?
1: Yeah, he was. He had mm-hmm. forty-seven. Mm-mm. Or no, not forty-seven. No. You're, oh, no, you're Butler. Right. No, you're
4: right. You're right. No, he got Butler right. I mean, we had you know we had several people. I had some people who were way off way off they picked people that weren't even in the top five on their team <laughs> uh, uh uh we had a guy pick, pick uh, he picked uh hero cat and book and you know, i was like it was an ofer Yeesh.
3: you can't count on big cat to do anything
4: right
1: so hero is is hit or miss like
4: rico you're over for two man i right? am you, you, you do just- some
3: studying rico
1: Here's
4: your chance. Nestor. I'm a,
1: I'm zero for two, but I've gotten at least one right. I got I two can right. Guarantee the first time I guarantee you the
3: leading scorer in that Nets Celtics game is going to be Kevin Durant. That's it, a guarantee. It won't be. Yes, it will. It won't be. Oh, okay. They're in. They're in Brooklyn, right? I don't care where they're at.
4: This is this is how we're going to yeah. look. Oh, Kevin
3: so, Durant is going to be the leading scorer. It's going to be Kevin
4: Durant. So they're in Boston. It's in Brooklyn Boston. and Nets. Who you taking? It's that leprechaun. Who? You, it's a leprechaun. It's a leprechaun. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about the the, the Showtime Show because it's, a, it's, it's in the news today. So it's in, oh yeah, I know it's Jerry, in the Jerry, news. Jerry
3: West got his lawyers and stuff.
4: Yeah,
1: so I'm stuck between Kyrie and and Jalen Brown. I think I'm going to go with Kyrie.
4: Jay, who who are you? I'm going, going with Kevin Durant. He's going Durant. All right, all right. Uh, Sixers Raptors in Toronto.
1: Mm, so so Thibault can't play.
4: Somebody from <laughs> Toronto is going to go off.
1: Gary Trent is somebody from is Toronto the guy goes I'm off at expecting, home. But I think Joel Embiid continues his his streak.
3: <laughs> I'm going James Harden because he ain't done tiddly poo, and this is going to be a game he's going to go it's off. It's the playoffs. He's, he's not going to do tiddly poo. He's going to have one game. Maybe. And then they're going to like he'll oh, have he'll one game back. where
1: he'll score 30 on 50 shots. Yeah,
3: and this will be the game because they're going to win by 20 again. I got Joel Embiid.
4: Okay, it's going to be interesting. Text line, you guys can give me your three top scores. Let's see who. Although
1: Gary Trent's probably going to be like second leading. And sport. you
4: can put them on Twitter. That way that way we can keep track of him. That way you can't say that on the text line you said something and then the next day disappear. You
1: need to shoot that tweet out again. Right,
4: you disappear. Uh, Bulls, Bucks, in Milwaukee.
1: Chris Middleton.
3: Ooh, Giannis. He at home. He going to go smooth off.
4: See, so I think that's how they Giannis,
3: play. Harden Durant. All
4: right, he loaded it up. Middleton
3: and Durantula.
4: So, through through what does New Orleans win in Phoenix tell you? Scott Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Booker,
3: the Devin Booker got hurt and the first game wasn't indicative of how this series could go because you know the play-in game you see like with atlanta the you know they, they were way more competitive pelicans um oddly enough the timberwolves played excellent in the first game because you know i think they hadn't they don't have they, they they were evenly matched up against memphis and i think memphis um is still trying to adjust to jaw getting back because they were actually playing really well without without him but Memphis obviously put it on them. But I think that playing game really wore some teams out, especially, you know, a Pelicans team. But listen here, when you got C.J. Mc- when you got shooters, mm-hmm. where you got shooters and scores where Brandon Ingram is a score. Uh, um, and you got McCollum, that's a shooter. The big fella that got torched um, by DeAndre Ayton the first game, and and it was just purely on him one-on-one defense, people glossed over that he had 20, 23 rebounds. And then he immediately – and he's a good player. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not an all-star, but he's a he's a he's right below an all-star. Um, you see they established him really early. And one thing that, that really st- stuck with me was New Orleans out-rebounded Phoenix in the first game. Mm-hmm. And then and, and Crowder didn't do anything, right? They tried to get him off early. Nothing, no go. So – when a team can rebound and you got two legitimate scores, there is no night off for Phoenix. Now, I think Phoenix eventually a win, especially if Devin Booker gets healthy. But it ain't going to be as easy as a one But what, one if Booker
4: eight. Isn't, what if Booker isn't
3: healthy? Oh, then they in trouble. Then they in trouble. Because, you know, Booker, he'll be able to come back within, say, like game four. He might miss three. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time before CP3 gets hurt. He's going to either like, break a pinky, go into the mailbox – you know what I mean? Have like You didn't a- get her last playoffs.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over forty, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
2: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
4: Didn't
3: he? Yes, he did. He missed the game in the, yeah. In the finals. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And right, then the remember, right the remember when they had Golden State, when he was with Houston down, they, they were up 3-1, and he pulled a hamstring? Like, remember, I think they were on series TV. like over. Like, how do you pull over. a hamstring? And it was the last, like, 25. They were up they the last, 3-1. Like, yeah, the last 25 seconds of, the like, the game. Yep. And you fully pull your hamstring so much that you can't play in Game 7.
4: It would would have changed the, His, the, the course of NBA history.
3: It would have changed the course of NBA history. It would have changed the course of. His legacy, which Harden's is – Har- Harden's legacy. Does Harden legacy. leave Houston?
4: No. That the group, CP, that group, they, that they stay
3: together. Yeah. Oh. Mike D'Antonio is still there. And he has an NBA championship. So maybe it's
4: <laughs> –
3: you know, I watched that just and a little exactly bit. That's exactly why of, it didn't happen. I
1: watched
4: – there's no way we I
3: watched a little bit of the 30 for 30 of Greg Norman, which is phenomenal because he's always been snake bit. He's a You know, if you're golfing fans out there, he's been close and he's lost – some big tournaments and he made his name for him, being super aggressive. Um, and he was the number, he was, it was Jack. And then him, he was very dominant, but they were talking about how he lost the masters. <laughs> and this was his time. This is the one that he, 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 he was winning. And then Nick Faldo just kind of plucked his way in all the way. And like they said, the story is Nick Faldo showed up on the first tee and, you know, did their pleasantries and then talk to him or anybody for the whole rest of the round how focused he was locked in <laughs> but you know when you're thinking about cp3 and you think of greg norman which greg norman's won plenty of you know won majors but he could have definitely won a few more um you know when you get a chance to win championships it's a lot different i mean and
4: and that moment and is not to, everybody's not built for that moment
3: yeah and i don't think cp3 would like plays bad in that moment he just had a lot of bad luck as far as like weird injuries
4: yeah, like it's, there's
3: just something he did to the basketball gods where he's not allowed to win a championship
4: well he created a split personality and that that's he has to pay for but that. he gets the Cliff. but he gets the, he Cliff. gets the, he
3: gets this weird the, the weirdest thing, pulled hamstring and i think last year he had the hand then he had or the wrist and mm-hmm. then he did a year before he had the hand it's always he just An like ankle, ankle or yeah so it's always odd timing
4: it's i mean i th- that leads me to the other question New Orleans has this success as they have it. They mess around and beat beat Phoenix. What what is going through Big Man's mind right now, Zion? Yeah, what is
3: he well, right well, now? He rumor, should be
1: so the 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 rumors going around now is he is he is healthy enough to play and he wants to play, but the Pelicans are playing so well without him right now that they don't want to play. Well, him. That's that's
4: my point.
3: Yeah, well, he wants this to,
1: changes. He- <clears throat> this like it's not that he's he's injured and he can't play it's he's good to go but they're like you know what we're doing good right now
3: well you got to think from their perspective they could they didn't hear from you for like a month mm-hmm. you were grossly overweight and then you started catching some heat then you start to really rehab then you had to set back and then you started doing some stuff and then there was a time that when New Orleans was struggling you didn't want to play yeah. and you really didn't need to play you no. were the franchise Until the Lakers just fully imploded, you didn't expect them to make the playoffs. So then they make the playoffs, but then also now you want to play. It'd be the risk versus reward because, as great as the victory was for them to win last night, the brass at New Orleans is like, we we probably won't win the series. Why risk
4: getting him hurt again? Well, I don't know it's a risk getting him hurt, but why mess it up at all? Like, this is the great humbling that that, that most organizations well, yeah, want. That, the that's a part
3: of it, too, but I think the bigger part of the decision is do we risk him, and then we have hopefully a whole off season where you can continue along with getting healthier, getting in better shape, and start fresh with him added to what we're doing. you got a nice little nucleus if you have C.J. McCollum, Ingram, and Zion. The hard, hard part is going to figure out a way – to you know, play around their each other, their games, right? And mm-hmm. it, you can do that. I think is if they I all mean, take if they take the right mindset. But I think a little bit is risk versus reward, and also we've done this without you, and get in line. You, you did not want to participate when it looked very very ugly.
4: Yeah, get in line, get in line. And it's a,
3: it might be a really good thing for him because
4: well, because it can't because it, it can't be his team now.
3: No, I, until he, until he proves it.
4: It like can't be. His, well, well right. even then,
3: it's going to
1: be rough taking, taking quote-unquote, the team from Brandon Ingram.
3: No, and it really does – but does I, you, Zion doesn't strike me as a, as a person that's ready for him to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Media attention, expectations. Work. Work. So this is actually really good for him. And if he really embraces it, you know, if, a, if you want a perfect example of a guy that's not ready to be – like on LeBron status, KD status, Kyrie, like with the expectations every night that you go out there, they expect an excellent performance. Look at Ben Simmons.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, straight Not up, I, I, it's amazing how much, how many of these guys carry fragile egos and well, low self esteem.
3: Well, because it, it, what you got to think, DP, all through growing up, Zion has never stepped on a basketball court any with anybody that was equal to him. Um, I know he's a very coachable kid, you know, because you don't do well at, at Duke, and he's a, actually a good kid because he was, he was very even when he was Duke, he'd always mention his other teammates and he played with other great players, but now you're really playing against grown men, so you're not. You're, yeah. you, you, he even was at, always
1: he, the most athletic on the court, and people in up. college a lot of times played scared
3: against him. Yeah.
1: Because you get it's the it was the media attention it was the right. cameras it was and the dunks it was and and you, the spe- yeah you I mean, saw you, the highlights you right. saw him putting everybody on posters you saw him blocking people jumping from the paint to the I three mean, point line selling
3: out AAU tournament game championship games they were moving it from like high school gyms to small college arenas mm-hmm. and now here you are down in New Orleans with all the expectations and you ain't going on the floor against anybody that's scared of you
4: no. is the one saving grace that Ingram is also a Duke guy common thread yeah and, and, to-
3: and his personality isn't very um abrasive to other players you know um which uh, they said
4: was 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 good sometimes but not good other times
3: right when he was young i mean he was learning i mean you gotta think brendan ingram he He's never averaged 20 done. points ever like until like now oh. you gotta think in high school he didn't average 20 oh. but the one thing that also really uh rang was when J.J. Redick talked about when he played with Zion that he didn't know how to be a good teammate. And that's also – and see, there's two ways that you're not a good teammate. One is because you're an a-hole, but the second one is you're you you you're not welcoming the expectations and it becomes too much, so you just kind of like excuse, ex, you know excuse yourself and you kind of go off and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And then you got to think, he might not have the best people around him Giving him advice, you know what I mean, on how to and be professional. And we don't
4: know who those people are around him.
3: No, I mean, and somebody's it's, everything's a guesstimation now because he's he's literally been either injured, pretty much a season and a half. Right. We
4: we always yeah. we always say that 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 you understand that every player is being led by somebody. Then the question becomes who. And that's often when people talk about the intangible stuff, it's you don't know who this player is listening to the loudest, the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and a lot
3: of times they're not, ma- they're not uh, giving you advice for the betterment of you and just something that just them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. that just popped. The Marcus Dupree story was on right before Greg Norman. And his pastor, the greatest it never was. his pastor was a dude that was when he went to the USFL was supposed to be taking care of his affairs and pretty much was just pocketing everything. And then his pastor was the one that was telling him he told him he should leave Oklahoma go to Mississippi State. Well, he he would never was eligible his to play. Pastor, right? His now pastor Barry Switzer said that he probably his one of his biggest regrets is the way that he coached Marcus Dupree. But I think that. Because, you know, he coached him hard, you mm-hmm. know. And, you yeah, I think Marcus Dupree comes in, Billy Sims and all those guys have been – like, dude, you just, you're just one of the guys. It's just like Mike Rozier and Lawrence Phillips. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Amir Abdullah can't come here thinking that you need more preferential treatment than those guys. Well, but he'd
4: already received it because of the stuff that everybody threw at him.
3: Right. But at the end of the day, you got to have people around you to say, hey, listen, pump the brakes. It's not as bad as you think. This is the best situation for you and in order for you to be successful – Short term and long term, you got to see this through.
4: How many people, and we, we, and I think we need to talk about it more often. How many people actually have somebody who have been in the situations that Marcus Dupree was going to be put in? He didn't have anybody, no points of reference for how to handle somebody leaving a bag full of full of hundred dollar yeah. bills at your door, I just, I just or a new car. Like think about. It. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, it's, I know I didn't have anybody. Nobody that, did, that, but
3: sometimes you know that I mean. Everybody always always tell people that the people that are closest to you are the ones that are going to rip you off.
4: Oh, there's there's no question. That's my that's because li- they, they that's-
3: because they know how you think. They got the emotional advantage of some guy that say like you know say like if you're Derek Pearson, you're going to be a first round pick at Nebraska, right? And say you just came here from Virginia, you're a first round pick. You're not going to most likely get bamboozled by the guy that comes up to you at Target or Hy-Vee and saying, "Hey, I want to." You know, start this new, uh, you know, business where we can live forever. It's your, it's usually your family, family,
4: family, community. Those those are the people that that, that's how that works. But that's why I'm, I'm There are way more Marcus Duprees than we talk about. Because because there's so many people who get access. And it's
3: different from where you're raised, social, um, economic uh, background. Like you saw the it, house it, that he lived in, right? It, I mean, it's totally different because you know everybody's trying to you know bite. It's almost like you know uh, Michael Beasley talked about this mm-hmm. as an NBA player. Mm-hmm. He's like everybody, you know. He, he his analogy was like he was like a piece of meat, and everybody just biting off of him, and he's not getting a bite. So then you feel like you're going to work for other people. Then it becomes not fun. Then you have some. Then you start to doubt yourself, you know, and all that stuff he was talking about. There's there's a ton, and then the easy thing is for people to say, oh well, he had an opportunity, didn't make it work. Well, let's let's just let's peel this thing back here, and I'm not getting into, you know, too deep of it, but but, but, we but, but well, you should, <laughs> because it, as a coach, right? As a coach, now, as a coach, regardless of who you're coaching, you can't you have to coach some kids different because if I'm going to coach Marcus Dupree without a father figure, there's more of an obligation there. Mm-hmm. There has to be if you really are coaching, and you really care about your players and you have to really hold his hand a little bit through things. And, and, and now on the field is different versus off the field. But if you look at somebody that's uh, so, okay, let's, and this is, might be a way, way out of the world example, but look at Peyton Manning, right? So he grew up with Archie Manning as his dad, that's went through the grind, very successful business person and very, very high profile in his own right when he played, right? Married and all that other stuff. So as he comes into stardom and money he's already seen it in the dinner table. Like, you're sitting around here talking, right? Versus, say, like Marcus Dupree. And another example is if you've seen the thing with John Randall. Yeah. And I was a ball boy when John Randall was there. I, John Randall was, you know, he, had a, uh, he was married and had a, a kid and is a free agent, was, you know, taking food from, you know, the training table at, during training camp to feed his, you know, wife and kid. And he, didn't, he was a free agent. Trying to make weight just to make the team.
4: They talked about – there's, You know, know, so it's
3: totally different versus, you know, I remember a, a center that we had named Adam Scribner who actually played 12 years. He played with the Falcons when they, you know, um, upset Minnesota and all that stuff, and he was a Viking. Whereas, you know, highly educated, very, very smart. You know what I'm saying? I think he went to Virginia, one of those type of schools. But you could just see when he walked in, everything, everything that he did, he always had, you know, dress shirt so you know like you know sport coat and everything like that versus you know John Randall's he, 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 part of his clothing it's, attire was whatever, was, the, vikings whatever the vikings was giving him you get what i'm saying so it's totally different and as a coach and as as players and and then also we're talking about Zion now where these guys are able to be, have access to bigger money at a younger age you got to think these guys are signing nfl deals at 17 18 years old and they
4: don't know how to handle money
3: um so they're, they're, you know, they, they have like a, they're going to always kind of be able to kind of recover, but when when you're so focused on that type of stuff and not your career, it, it's totally different. It's just like when I was called in with Rashawn with Bud, versus you know, Bud strikes me as a guy as a legacy guy. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I want when he wants to be say 45 and 0. And people say, you know what, that dude is actually the dude that actually fought everybody in their prime. He wanted to fight everybody in their prime. He yeah. is, quietly, one of the best of all time. Versus saying, okay, well, I want to fight DP, you know, not five years later when I know I can beat him. You know what I'm saying? And can make the most money. And make me the most money and do the less work. But it's like, I want both.
4: It's There's so much to this. Well, Okay, so we'll take a break and we'll come back. I think that's a, a good place to stop, but – we'll revisit it because there's so much oh, to the story it's so. a
3: it's a deep deep dive especially it, you know and it varies um and i, I know we got going to break it varies from university to others i got friends that are probably more in the media than me that uh definitely uh you know have a different experience
2: you're listening to old school with dp and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.